Let's Talk. Uh, thank you for joining Susan and myself as we enter into this Good Friday. And so we have some special guests with us today. Today we have our daughter, Rachel. Hello. And our granddaughter, Reagan. So if you hear a little person in the background, you will know she's saying hello to you. <laughs> so as we get started uh, today, we want to do um, the, another part of the body. So we're going to talk about the mind uh, today. And uh, so as we chatted last week about, you know, just exercising and doing eating differently and just working on our physical part of who we are, we want to talk a little bit about the mental part of who we are as a person. And so uh, we're going to talk on the mind. And so as we get started, why don't you just kind of get us started what you're thinking and then uh, Rachel and I can fill in uh, after you've shared a little bit, babe. Okay. So um, I can only speak on the woman's behalf. But sometimes our mind can be our worst enemy, and other times it can be our best friend in a form of comfort. We know the Holy Spirit lives inside of us, and so it's very important for the things that we think to be things of truth and thoughts that come from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is teaching us and instructing us and guiding us and convicting us, and I know... uh, for women, it's hard for us to have nothing going on in our mind. It seems like there's always something uh, going on. And I would say that we, it's not possible for us to think about nothing. Right. And um, so there's always something. So what is it that is controlling our thinking and what's going on in our mind? Okay. And so, um, you know, we've been talking, the three of us have kind of been talking. So, Rachel, maybe why don't you share a couple of verses that you think about when you think about your mind when it comes to your day-to-day, moment-by-moment lifestyle? Yeah, um, so I think the first verse that pops into my mind is Colossians 3, 1 and 2, talking about setting our minds on things above, not on earthly things. But that can kind of sound like this, like, idea. I mean, how do we actually do that? Like, what does it mean to set my mind on things above and not on earthly things? Um... Our pastor was saying, my pastor up here in New York was saying last Sunday that a lot of times what we think about is what we idolize because if I, if there's something that means the most to me in my life, then it's consuming me. Um, and obviously we can't, you know, just be thinking about Bible verses all day, but uh, what is the filter that our thoughts are going through? Is it um, me idolizing me and what I want, what I'm trying to get done? Um, the things in my life that are all-consuming, that don't include the Lord, those are things we're idolizing that aren't good because our mind is is fixed on things that aren't of the Lord. Um, And then also, just a verse that I've talked through with different people before who are dealing with anxiety or um, just, uh, I mean, we're dealing with a lot of mental health issues these days, too, Um, is Isaiah 26 Three, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is fixed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. This is verse four. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an eternal rock. Um, and so th- this verse is, puts it pretty plainly. We're going to be in perfect peace if our mind is fixed on the Lord. So uh, I was explaining earlier, like your mind is the doorway, the gateway between how you're going to feel um, so what comes into your mind and how you deal with things in your mind, that's going to affect how you feel. So if something comes into my mind and 
I choose to dwell on that and be upset about that, that's going to make my make me feel upset. But if I choose to think about what's true and, and set my mind on the Lord, that's going to give me peace, and then I'm going to feel peace. So your emotions come from your thoughts, how you're thinking. Okay, and so one of the things that I was thinking about um, is t- taking us back to Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 and 2, because I think a lot of times when it comes to our mind, there's a temptation for us always to think in the present. So it's right here, right now. What's best for me right here? What's best for me right now? What's easy? And so re- reminded of these words, therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is a spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, as good and pleasing and perfect will. And so as I think about Romans and I'm thinking about our minds, I'm, I think it's really important for us that we get caught up in what did so-and-so think or well, they said this, but what did, what did they really mean by that? And so instead of us, for me, as a, on the male part of this discussion, just saying, okay, Lord, I'm not thinking about here and now. I want you to train my mind to think about, okay, it's about eternity. It's about not what's going on right around me, but long-term. And so I think just being transformed by the renewing of my mind, just spending time around the scriptures, in the scriptures, and then thinking my way through those scriptures, allowing those scriptures to impact me as a person as we go about day-to-day and week-to-week and moment-by-moment. And so anything else that you're thinking? Yeah, I think it's important for us to have a battle plan, okay? So when when we know a soldier's going into war, he has to have armor to take care or a weapon to take care of the things that he knows that he's going to face. And so we know that we are in a battle. We know it. And yet we act like um, we're just going to, when it comes, it comes. But if we have a plan, a battle plan, saying, okay, these are the verses that I'm going to go and I'm going to read out loud. These are the songs that I'm going to listen to. This is the wisdom that I'm going to seek from other people who know the word. Because we know that the battle is in the mind. And so we have to have a plan when it comes to fighting that battle. So maybe going to Ephesians chapter 6 in the armor of God, because we know that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. And then we're thinking about verse 17, taking on the helmet of salvation, which really that does have. Salvation does have the power for forgiveness, but also has the power to renew our mind. So before we end, anything else you're thinking, Rach? Just in closing, going back to what you said in Romans 12, that being transformed by the renewing of your mind is a process, right? So it's like, as you're, say that you deal with, deal with anger and that starts in your head and you are like stewing on something over and over again. You know, it might take over and over and over again, you getting angry about the same thing for the Lord to slowly shape within you. Okay, let's change how you think. Okay, next time that happens, how can I think about it differently? Next time that happens, how can I think about it differently? Like that transforming renewal of your mind is like every day going back to Jesus. I need help to think about this differently. Mm-hmm. I need help that the next time that I get anger about this, help me cut it off a little quicker than I did the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just an encouragement that it's okay that it's a process and we're all in that process together. Yeah. All right, so thank you for joining us. Let's talk. Uh, why don't we close in prayer and uh, you have a great Easter weekend. Father, we thank you for the time that we can have around your word today. Thank you for what you're doing in our individual hearts and lives. And so, Lord, as we enter into the Easter weekend, we 
we pause today and say thank you for being willing to sacrifice uh, your life uh, for us uh, in the crucifixion. And we're looking forward to Sunday to celebrate your life and that we have power because of you and you only, Jesus. And so we thank you for this time. God bless us and use us in your, in your name. We pray, Jesus. Amen.